you got to get passionate about this thing. If the cross doesn't move you, nothing will move you. I'm offering you something that's greater than silver and gold. I'm offering you something that's greater than an increase in your pay on your job. I'm offering you a... There's no shortcuts to the glory. Week to week living. We've got to multiply our prayer life. We've got to multiply our efforts. And we are willing to give. God will always give it back to us in good measure that is pressed down, shaken together, and running over. Hey, thanks for checking out our Christian Life Church podcast. You will be hearing from one of our pastors or guest speakers, either at our Frankfurt or Lebanon campus. Prepare your hearts and your minds to receive a word from God. Thanks for listening. Enjoy and receive this message. Acts chapter 2, verse number 46. And they continued daily with one accord in the temple. And breaking bread from house to house did eat their meat with gladness and singleness of heart praising God and having favor with all the people and the Lord. Everybody say, and the Lord. And the Lord added to the church daily such as should be saved. I'm going to speak to you from the subject that we have been looking at tonight, better together, better together. Would you pray that the Lord would help us tonight? God, I pray over the words that I am going to speak. I pray over this group tonight, Lord. Truly, we have felt your presence and your power has been very prevalent in our midst. God, we recognize your spirit here and we know, God, that you're able to do great things. Before we leave this building tonight, I pray for the inspiration of the Holy Ghost to rest upon us. And God, as you move us forward, as we take the next step toward the revival that you have promised, we thank you for it in Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you. You can be seated tonight. We are better together. The very reason for marriage is because a man and a woman realize that their life will be better together. That's the whole purpose. The Lord knew from the beginning of time that man was not made to to live alone, that man, as a matter of fact, needed rescued from loneliness. And so he took from his side a rib and he formed woman. He said it wasn't good for man to be alone. And so he gave him a helpmate. And they were better together. We understand that we we accomplish more together. We can do more together. None, no, no one of us. The reason for fellowship is we can do so much more together. The reason we labor and work together, we can do, we can accomplish so much more together. Our lives are made up of relationships formed with one another, with people. And those relationships God designed from the very beginning for us to be social creatures. That's that's what we are. We are designed to live better in community. He, he knew that we would
would need relationships with one another. We're better. I can just get around certain people, and when I get around them, I, I feel better. You, you know what I'm talking about. You get around some people, and you just feel better. They encourage you. Sometimes I'll go to a hospital visit or a home visit when someone is sick, and, and, and to have prayer with them or to encourage them, and, and instead of me encouraging them, I leave more encouraged than what I walked in, leading me to understand that we are all better together. Our relationships develop us and grow us, and we're not made to live alone, but we're made to live together, to function together. It is true that the church is truly better together. The very reason that this church fellowships with the United Pentecostal Church is because we identify with them in doctrine and demonstration and, li and lifestyle, and, and we recognize that, but together we're able to do so much more. We give to missions programs that no one of us would be able to do alone, but together as a body we're able to give and link with other churches, and because we are connected together, we are linked together, we're able to do so much more, and we send missionaries all across the country, all around the world. We have missionaries and we're establishing churches and supporting because we are better together. When we get together with people of like precious faith and people with similar interests and similar understandings, we understand we're better together. My brother was here this morning and he, he, he was in service with us and, and, and it's a testimony to to the grace of God and to modern medicine. Uh, and, and the doctors that worked on him, what was so astounding to me was that they, they didn't come in as individuals, but they worked together as teams. There was one that was a specialist in, in one area and another a specialist in another. He had heart specialist and he had, he, he had uh, uh, internal medicine specialist and all of the different people that worked on him during his time of hospital stay were specialists and they would meet together as a team and make a decision what they, they were going to do and you see because we are smarter when we're together. No one of us are as smart as a group. The Bible gives us an example of Proverbs chapter 27. It says, iron sharpeneth iron. And, and the, whole, the whole idea of the iron sharpening iron is that people of, of equal uh, a thought process will challenge us and challenge our thinking to go, higher. It, it's how we become creative. I, I love creative meetings and, and, and we're blessed. Our, our team, our ministry team, I love when we gather and we, we sit down together and, and it may to, to others that, that are oblivious would seem that nothing is being accomplished. But as we are talking and ideas are passing, before long they make me smarter. They cause me to see things that I never saw before. Through our relationships we benefit each other and we see from different perspectives and we increase in our thoughts and our ideas we become better because we are together 
There's never a moment that someone is not part of the church, that leaves the church or separates from the church, that the whole entire body does not feel the pain of that loss because we are a body that is fitly framed together. The Bible said we are a building that is fitly framed together. So we are we are together as one. We are still, we never lose our individuality, but we are a group of people that God has assembled together as the body of Christ. And so can the hand say to the ear that I don't need you? Or can the foot say to the arm, I don't need you? We need one another. We are growing together and we are all valuable in the kingdom of God as we grow and are developing together. Ultimately, to do the will of God. It is encouraging to work alongside people that we enjoy being around. It's, it's encouraging when you get around people that like the same thing that you like and enjoy doing the same things. It's, 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 it's the value of relationships that, that, that we learn to appreciate when we get around people. We, we are better when we live our lives together in community. We, we get more done when we work together. Working alone we can accomplish, but when we get together with somebody, and, and the more we work together, the better we get. I, my, sometimes my wife can look at me and she knows what I'm thinking. She can just answer whatever question that I have on my face. How many of you know what I'm talking about? We get to know one another so well that we already know what we're thinking. My, my kids learn what no looks like. Nothing, nothing, nothing is more important than being together. And I've learned this, it's much more fun when we play together. And we're, some of our, 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 uh, our groups, our belong groups, they're going to be a lot of fun, a lot of activities and enjoyment and things we enjoy doing and just meshing hearts together and lives together. And it's going to be a lot of fun. It's a lot more fun when we play together. And it's a lot more powerful when we pray together. As, as some of the groups are study type groups and as we study together to become a better parent or to become closer to God or to understand more of His Word, the issue is, is that your question will cause me to think a thought that I never thought before and, and that's what causes us to become better together. The success of the early church was because they were unified. Everybody say unity. Nothing can replace unity. The early church was unified. Psalm 133 says how good and how pleasant it is for brethren to dwell together in unity. Unity means that we are coming together in agreement. You can't, you can't be part of the church if you're not in agreement. We are a body of, of, of agreeers. The scripture said that we should strive to, to, to come in the, unity of, of, uh, in the unity of faith until we come uh, into, uh, we, we, I'm trying to recall the scripture and it's, it's evading my mind, but there is a striving to come together in unity, to dwell in the unity of faith for a space of time until we eventually come together in complete and total unity. 
So in other words, we, we don't allow our little idiosyncrasies to divide us from the body, but we unify together and keep our uh, personal ideas maybe to our own self as we are growing together and unified together. The early church walked in agreement. Did they all enjoy the same thing? Probably not. Did, but, but they learned to walk together. The scripture said, how can two walk together except they agree? We are always better together with people who are like-minded. We are stronger together. We are much stronger together. I couldn't imagine trying to serve God by myself. I thank God for Christian Life Church. This is my home. This is my family. These are my people. If you're new around here, welcome to my family. This is our family. We are better together. We do life together. We enjoy serving God together. We pray together. We cry together. We weep together. We feel pain together. We are better together. We're better together. And we're stronger together. A team is always stronger than any individual. Therefore, we stand to gain so much more by working together. A single draft horse can pull up to 8,000 pounds. I want you to understand this. That is a lot of horsepower. 8,000 pounds that a single horse can pull. And one would think, do the math. If I needed to pull twice the amount, what would I do? I would get another draft horse and I would link them together. But interesting, they have discovered that although one horse can pull eight up to 8,000 pounds, when they put a second one together, they don't pull 16,000 pounds. But when they put them together, there is an invisible, an invisible horse named Unity that comes in and two horses can pull the equivalent of three individual horses. One pulls 8,000, two can pull 24,000 pounds. That's amazing. If an ox is trained and can plow one field per day and that field is designed to the size that that's all that ox can accomplish. They can connect a second ox, two together, and the two oxen together do not plow two fields a day, but those two oxen together are able to plow four fields in one day. That means that we not only are twice, have twice the ability, have single ability or twice the ability because we link together, but they have four times the ability. In Ecclesiastes, the fourth chapter, the Bible says two can accomplish more than twice as much as one. In the fourth chapter, verses 9 through 12, you can go on and read about it. It's given us an example of unity and being together. It says three are even better than two because a triple braided cord is not easily broken. Because the issue is, is when one may be having a bad day, there are two others to help lift them up. 
Can I tell you the church is always better together? Can I tell you that every time I do pay attention, I notice, I'm glad, I'm glad spring break is over. I, I hope you all enjoyed it, enjoyed your Florida sun, but thank God spring break is over. I'm so glad to have the church back. I'm so glad to have family back home. I hope brother and sister Lytle enjoyed and had a, a great refreshing time both weekends. But I'm going to tell you, it felt so much better tonight having you guys home. Because we're better. We're better together. Doesn't mean you don't need a break. Doesn't mean they don't need a break. But we're better together. The church is always better together. Here's an interesting fact. That when a farmer chooses two oxen to yoke together, they don't choose a plowing ox and a threshing ox and put those two together to work and labor together. For a plowing ox from the time it was a calf has grown and been used to the idea of pulling the plow. The threshing ox is used to walking in a circle at the mill and grinding. The old far farmer would not take a plowing ox and a threshing ox and put them together, but it would match up a plowing ox with another plowing ox because they are trained to work together. They didn't do twice the amount of work when they're connected together, but when they're trained, they accomplish four times the amount of one ox. I want you to understand the power in unifying together. Our small groups is not to divide the congregation, but it is to unify the congregation around some things that we enjoy and do together. And then when we're called to work together on one big project, we have 34 separate units to say, come on together now. We're about to accomplish incredible things in our future. I believe the best days for the church is still ahead of us. The very word unity means a group of people gathering in harmony or in agreement. The early church didn't have buildings like we have. We're blessed to gather together in a great building. They didn't have a building like we have, but the early church gathered in houses, on porches, in upper rooms, and occasionally in temples. But they understood that they were better together. That's why the book of Hebrews declares not forsaking the assembling of ourselves together. There's never a time that you're better off staying home. And contrary to famous Facebook memes, means you're never better standing alone. You are always better standing together because Facebook may say it another way, but the Bible says we are better together. Twelve times in the book of Acts, we have examples of the early church gathering in one accord. In Acts chapter 1, the Bible said they, cont they continued with one accord in prayer and supplication. In Acts chapter 2, they were all with one accord in one place. In Acts chapter 2 verse 46, they continued daily with one accord. In Acts 4.24, they lifted up their voice with one accord. I'm glad we can praise God together. 
Doesn't it feel better to praise God together? Come on, why don't you do that right now? Why don't you just put your hands together and just give God a shout of praise? It feels better when we do it together. In Acts chapter 5, the hands of the apostles saw many, many miracles and they were gathered together on Solomon's porch. In Acts 8, the people came together and they gave heed of all the things that, that Philip spake. In Acts 15, the scripture said it seemed good to us to be assembled with one accord. In Philippians chapter 2, The scripture said, fulfill ye now my joy that ye be like-minded, having the same love, being of one accord and one mind. We are better together. Every member of this church holds a significant role, not only in the hearts of my wife and I. We notice when you're not here. We miss you when you're gone. We hope you take your vacations, but we hope you know that we notice and we want you here. We love you. We care for you. We're here for you. If you need us day or night, we're here to pray with you. We're here to be with you. That's kind of part of small groups. As we grow larger, the need comes for us to grow smaller in groups. Therefore, people that we build stronger relationships with, we have closer relationships with, we can get to know them better. It's never been the intent to divide the church and for this side to never know this side. It's always been the idea for the church to come together because there is great protection when we come together. Part of the the role of relationship is to understand the power of protection. The animal kingdom has taught us much about that there is strength in numbers. None of us, none of us here. If it's dark outside and one of these young people have to go outside and they're a bit afraid of the dark, you know what they're going to say? Hey friend, you want to go with me? Because we've learned that it's not nearly as scary if we're together. When somebody has surgery, if someone has a need, if there's sickness, the church responds because we understand we're better together. I close with this. During the winter of 1917, the Russian and German soldiers fighting in the dreary trenches of the Great War's Eastern Front, they had a lot to fear. Army, enemy bullets, trench, trench foot, which was a disease, Frostbite, shrapnel, bayonets, tanks, sniper fire, and wolves. Yes, an army had to worry about wolves. In February of that year, a dispatch from Berlin noticed that large packs of wolves were creeping into the forest, into the interior of the German Empire not far from the front lines. Like so many creatures, the animals had been misplaced and driven from their homes by the war, and they were simply looking for something to eat. 
as the beasts are very hungry, they penetrated into the villages killing calves and sheep and goats and livestock. And one report from the El Paso Times stated that in two cases children were attacked and killed. According to another dispatch of St. Petersburg, the wolves became such a nuisance on the battlefield that they came to do the very unthinkable. And it was when a soldier was killed before they could remove him off the battlefield, the wolves were coming in and feeding on the body of the slain. The parties of the Russian and the German army understood that the only way that they could survive was they were going to have to join forces and they were going to have to go against the wolves together. So a treaty was formed. Hostilities were suspended. Germans and Russians instinctively knew that the attack by the pack of killing wolves would only be defeated if they joined forces together. We are always better together. It was an unspoken, it was an unspoken agreement among snipers that if Russians and Germans decided to engage in a collective wolf hunt that all firing would cease. I wonder what would happen if the church would focus on our real adversary. The Bible said the adversary, our adversary, the devil, goes to and fro like a roaring lion seeking whom he may devour. Oh, I hear the roar. I see the nuisance. I feel the pain. But I come tonight to remind you that there is protection when the church comes together. I made a little statement the other night, maybe didn't settle deep, but I remind you again tonight that the banana that don't stick to the bunch is always the first one to get peeled. We are always better staying together. We need one another. In conclusion, I'm asking all of our small group leaders to come forward and together across the front if you would form a straight line across the front from left to right space out from wall to wall give plenty of room if you don't mind facing the, the audience I, I would appreciate it our small group leaders they're giving up time with their families and home to be leaders in the, in the church we're going to join together I ask you to link yourself together if you would I want everybody to connect one one with another. It seems like that we're kind of heavy to the left side. If, if maybe, there you go. Move this direction a little bit. There you go. Let's make room for everybody. Thank you. Keep moving. You're doing good. You're doing good. Thank you. Now, if this group would link together, if you would, link arms, hands. Just link together. These folks are not in competition with one another. These people are saying we're laborers together. If one can put a thousand to flight and two can put ten thousand to flight, I wonder what could happen with thirty 
four small groups saying we're all in this thing together. We're going to see this church double. Our 2020 vision will come to pass. We're going to see revival like we've never seen before. We're going to grow together. Now here's what I'm asking you to do. I want you to bring your paper with you when you come. But I'm asking for every member of this church to step into the aisle and come forward. And here's what we're going to do. Maybe you've already thought of a group you'd like to be part of. And if so, there's no commitment at this point. You can do that online. But I want you to come forward. And I want you to come to these small group leaders. And I want to lay hands on every one of them tonight. And I want you to commission them and pray that God would empower them and give them the wisdom and the courage and the ability to be able to do what God has truly called them to do. Go, don't be afraid. Keep coming. Keep coming forward. Keep coming forward. I want you to come and lay hands on them. I want you to come and agree together with them in faith. We're believing that God is going to do amazing things. Everybody's welcome. We want you to step forward. Come all the way up to where they are. We want you to join your heart and faith with them. We're going to pray together. God is going to link us together like never before. We're seeking honest relationships with one another. We're, we're asking God to grow us together, to develop us, to help us be what He's called us to be. We're going to see greater things than we've ever seen before. Now why don't you begin to pray one for another. Pray for these small group leaders. Pray for the anointing of the Lord to rest upon them. For the empowerment of God. We're gonna see what we're praying for. Hallelujah. We believe every single word. Stronger than we ever been. Standing on his promises. We're gonna see the impossible. your freedom to move about here. Come and agree with somebody. Pray over them. Connect with them. Move about this group. Lay hands on them. Pray with them. Encourage them. Let, let them know we're labors together. Happen in Jesus' name. Revival.